searching for within my story was the secret to navigating through their own darkness. They were hungry for a story of hope. What they knew of my experience had been so abhorrent, so incomprehensibly shocking and shattering, that they longed to discover how I'd managed to go on breathing, much less walking and living and even loving again. And that was a story I could tell. Not because I was at all remarkable, but because the secret to go on living, and more than that, to go running toward life, laughing and singing and loving, vibrantly alive even when every circumstance threatens to drown you in darkness, was remarkable news I had to share. I'd been given a precious gift in my darkest moment. I could not keep it to myself. Once I knew the reason to tell my story, I found my voice to share it. I won't keep you in suspense. I'll tell you right now, before you even have to turn the page, the secret is this. No matter how tragic your circumstances, your life is not a tragedy. It is a love story, and in your love story, when you think all the lights have gone out, one light still shines. Step into my story, and I'll show you how to see that light. Part 1. Darkness Falls Chapter 1. The Call As a little girl, I loved swinging. There was no feeling quite like drinking in a sun-kissed day with the freedom to soar as high as I wanted, imagining I could touch the clouds. What was up there beyond the blue ceiling over my world? Sometimes when the sun was caught just behind the clouds, its dazzling rays caught my heart and I thought I could almost see heaven. Then, just as I was sure I'd flown higher than I'd ever flown before, the earth's invisible arms would slow me and pull me back earthward once again. Maybe on the next swing I'll get closer, I'd think, as I tilted my head back, dark curly hair flying in the wind of my ascent, legs extended straight as an arrow in front of me. I worked to gain momentum for the next rush toward heaven. I was like the pendulum on my aunt's antique grandfather clock, rocking from earth toward heaven but always back again. Of course, I had no way of knowing that I would grow into an adult with an even deeper longing to peer into the glorious heights of that homeland of heaven, where some of my most beloved people now live. I was just a little girl living in the peaceful village of Georgetown, Pennsylvania. If that name calls to mind images of its D.C. namesake, try instead to imagine the polar opposite. Try swapping the ding-dong of closing metro doors for the clip-clop of horses' hooves, and you'll have a more accurate soundtrack for my quaint little hometown of 600. My dad was the neighborhood milkman, just like Grandpa and Great-Grandpa before him. As I swung in the backyard of our little yellow house, all I could see in every direction were rolling hills dotted with farms and barns and silos. Maybe that description wouldn't seem so out of the ordinary if my childhood years had been in the early 1900s, when the agrarian life was the national norm. But I was a child of the 1980s, born in 77. And even at a very young age, I realized how unique it was to have next-door neighbor girls who wore bonnets and rode in horse-drawn buggies, who read stories by lantern light after dark, and whose fathers and brothers plowed their fields with the leather strap of a horse-drawn plow tied across their muscled backs. It's a challenge even to locate Georgetown on a map unless you live in the area, 
Residents of Georgetown may have any one of four different zip codes corresponding with Bart, Christiana, Paradise, or Quarryville. As a child, my street address was Quarryville, while my grandparents up the street were in Paradise. Yet when my family walked the one-third of a mile to visit them, we'd pass the post office labeled BART. It's all rather confusing for an outsider, but makes absolute sense to those of us in Lancaster County. The neighborhood is composed of as many Amish as English residents. English being the term used by the Amish to refer to everyone else. This means cars on the road often make way for horse-drawn buggies. And the closest thing we have to a local celebrity may be Antique John, the area Amish bishop who's so well-known that many refer to him as the mayor. For my entire life, right to this day, Georgetown truly has been an idyllic country setting.